Hey, Christian coaches and entrepreneurs. Welcome to the Sales Strategies for Christian Coaches podcast. You're probably here because you want to build a highly impactful and financially successful business. From time to time, though, you might feel derailed by fears or confusion around sales, business model, and pricing, or not knowing what strategy to act upon next for your coaching business. I'm Justin Janowski, the founder of Faith to Influence, and when I was a new coach, I had fears around some of those same topics. Fortunately, God delivered through my business and blessed us with over 250K in revenue in year one and over a million dollars in our first three years in business. Throughout that time, I solved some of those challenges and I want to bring the solutions to you. In this podcast, we'll give you real tools and wisdom to help you develop a high integrity, high converting sales strategy to elevate your mindset around sales, money and business and help you design and price your ideal business model. This is going to be a lot of fun. Let's grow together. Hey, friends, thanks for jumping into the podcast with us today. I want to talk about passive prospecting. And we have at Faith to Influence five P's to passive prospecting. And what I mean by this is, how can we make sales that are really easy? How can we have business coming to us? Now, I really believe in active and assertive prospecting. I believe in asking for referrals. I believe in reaching out to people we know. I believe in doing the real work to create sales opportunities and get on sales calls. However, I do recognize that God has blessed me and my business over the last four years in so many different ways, so many different times. And oftentimes it comes in the form of what I call passive prospecting, where I just start closing deals that I didn't feel like I did anything to deserve necessarily. And I remember having a conversation with Mike Lanzetta, one of my clients and friends, and And I was catching up with Mike and I was telling him about some of the deals that we had brought in. And we brought in some really big deals at Faith to Influence. When we do partnership sales for others, we sell oftentimes for seven and eight figure coaches in the marketplace. We'll sometimes get paid as much as 50, 60, $80,000 in a weekend to do sales for another company. This has happened on several occasions. And I, I feel like every time I talked to Mike for a while and he was asking like, what's going on in your business? Tell me about your deals. What's been happening? And I shared what's been happening. There was always a, a pattern of some of these deals coming up in that conversation. And he said, how do you do this? I said, I, I, I don't know. I'm not really doing anything. God's just providing. And he said, well, this, this happens to you all the time. Like this is your secret sauce like this is what makes you and faith to influence great is that you just seem to fall into a lot of deals and so i started to think about it based on mike's challenging me to say like what am i actually doing or what have i done to create an environment which deals clients opportunities seem to find me and there the truth is there were a lot of things when i came to really thinking about it that contributed in a big way to these kinds of deals. And I know before I get into some of this content, I'm going to do a little series on passive prospecting. We'll do a five five podcast series on this, but today's the first one. I do want to be clear about something, which is that so many coaches, so many entrepreneurs, so many people I know, especially young people, 
believe in the myth of passive income. And they just want to have super easy passive income where they don't have to do anything and they make tons of money and they're incredibly wealthy and successful without taking any real action. And I know so many new coaches want to launch a course and send out an email or post it on their website and just have people come and click and buy, click and buy, click and buy. And that just doesn't happen. The only people who have like a version of passive income are people who've worked really, really hard to get to a place of having passive income. And even still, the passive income takes a lot of action in most cases. And so if you're a new coach, revising your website one more time or asking the question I get so often, like, should I put my prices on my website or not? Answering that question one way or another probably doesn't make a whole lot of difference because if you're a brand new coach and you don't have a whole lot of clients and you don't have a massive fan base and following, you're not a New York Times bestselling author or a celebrity, you're probably not going to have people finding your website and clicking and buying. And if you are new to the coaching and entrepreneurial world, it's going to be probably decades before you've got a big enough email list that you can just click send and make a significant amount of income by people clicking and buying something from you. And so I don't want to feed into the myth of passive income uh, as I share in the series about passive prospecting, I do, however, believe that if we show up a certain way over an extended period of time, while our active prospecting and business efforts are always going to be really important, we can receive more and more passive deals. We can receive more and more opportunities, more and more relationships, and more and more sales with a little bit less effort. And there's a momentum to this that builds. And that's why when you break through in business, when you get that first breakthrough, that there's a momentum that follows that. And when you break through the next plateau, there's a certain momentum that follows that and snowballs. So here's the first idea, the first P of passive prospecting. Something you can work on right now is a long game strategy that will open the door to more and easier deal flow for you and growing your business. And it's preparation. Preparation. It's so important for us to prepare ourselves to be the kind of coach, the kind of entrepreneur, the kind of person who can attract business and deals and opportunities. And there's really a couple of different types of ways we might prepare ourselves. One way to prepare yourself as a coach to be really referable, to have people finding you, to have people talking about you, is to prepare by developing an important skill set. For me, my skill set is in sales. And I've worked really hard over 17 years in sales to develop that skill set. And in the coaching world, I've been developing that skill set for something like eight years, nine years. Wow, it's crazy to even think about that. There's been a lot of time poured into it. I've been developing the high ticket coaching sales skill set for longer than Faith to Influence has been around. I worked with another company first, developing that skill set. And as I worked with that startup company, it was called Epic Impact at the time that I was there. It's abundant now. I honed the skill set. It was kind of like how, you know, you can 
have an apprenticeship. If you want to get into the trades, you can have an apprenticeship. You can work under somebody else who's a master of the trade and learn from them. And I had the opportunity to work under Ben Skemper and Jake Merriman uh, at Epic Impact. And these two gentlemen were masters of the trade. They were really good at high ticket sales. They were really good at coaching and leadership and speaking. And working with them, by the way, I, I took a $1,000 a month salary to accept a job with this startup company so that I could learn how to build a coaching business. And I worked there for four years and I developed so many skill sets that made it really easy when I launched my business for Faith to Influence to grow. If you don't know much about Faith to Influence or my background or story, God really blessed this business in the first year. We did over $250,000 in revenue in our first year in business. And a lot of that was done because of the season of preparation that I had prior, a four-year season of developing a coaching high-ticket sales skill set. And then all of the years prior to that, over a decade prior to that, developing a sales skill set in other sales opportunities that I had. And so that sales skill set that I have now that's been carefully developed over thousands of sales conversations and millions of dollars in sales, that makes it easy for me to receive business. People know me for being great at sales. And so not only do we receive people who reach out, I had a, a friend, somebody who's uh, an important family friend, one of my sister's best friend's husbands reached out to me two weeks ago. He sent me a text. He's not a coach. I primarily teach sales to coaches, but I'm known for sales. I'm known for that skill set. And so he reached out a couple of weeks ago and said, Hey, Justin, I want to talk to you. I feel like I need some help with sales. I'm really good at the work I do in my business. And I know I need to get better at sales. That's a hard part for me. And so we had a conversation and he enrolled in a $10,000 coaching package with me for this year. And that passive business, this person reaching out and creating an opportunity, God delivering $10,000 in revenue for faith to influence from somebody outside of my target market who I hadn't reached out to about this came about because of the skill set that I had developed, the preparation in developing my sales skill set. Now, there's a reality that we can learn things really quickly. You can develop a skill set that's important to you and your business and to your client base right now. And it can be developed really quickly. And the longer you have in developing something, the better. And so if you feel like, man, I'm just not getting all the results I want yet, then you might be encouraged considering the fact that this is a long game. For many of you listening to this podcast, you want to be a coach or an entrepreneur. You want to be working in your field of work, in your business for decades. I know for me, I want to be doing this at least three or four more decades. And so there's a lot of time for us to develop the skill set. If you're feeling stuck or you're feeling frustrated about where you're at right now, keep working on the skill set. Imagine where you're going to be a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, when you've worked continually on developing that skill set. And so it might be the skill set that your clients need. For me, that's sales. I teach sales to my clients. I do sales for my clients on occasion, partnership deals when it makes sense. And so I've got that skill set that other people need. If for you, it's marketing, same thing. If for you, it's like fitness, 
health, wellness, the body, like become a master of the body and fitness and health and wellness. Develop the skill set of, of developing your body, of taking care of your health and wellness. If it's marriage for you, develop the skill set, the knowledge, the understanding of marriage and of working with other people on their marriage. Go deep into the topic that you help people with and really develop that skill set so that you can become known for that thing. As you become known for that thing, of course, people are going to find you. People are going to talk about you. Your brand is going to be on display. Now, we'll get to that later on because you have to be intentional about putting it on display. As we go through this series on passive prospecting, we'll get to a call where we talk about putting it on display in a way that makes it easy for people to find you. But for now, just focus on the skill set. And beyond the skill set of your business and what you problem you solve for your clients, you may consider the skill set of sales because every one of you, if you want to grow a coaching business, needs to be successful at sales. It is the only way you can have a successful business. You must make a sale so that you can have a client who you can serve. And you don't have a real business until you're making sales and coaching clients who are paying you for your services. And so you might be developing a skill set that your clients really want and need while also focusing on developing the skill set of sales. If you're listening to this podcast, that's probably an intention that you already have. Congratulations. That is something that will serve you no matter what you're doing. If you pivot your coaching business, if you change your ideal audience, if you solve a different problem at some point in the future, the skill set that will always go with you is sales. And it also creates opportunity in the marketplace for people to hire you for things because every company on the planet needs support with sales. All right, that might be a slight exaggeration. I suppose there are some companies that don't need sales. There are not many. There's always opportunity in sales. And I remember Zach Wagner, when I was at Abundant, he was my sales manager for a period of time. And he said, regarding the sales conversation, the first and most important priority on that conversation is not to make a sale. The first and most important priority is to focus on mastery of the skill set. And so at the end of every sales call I held, I would take notes on what was I doing well? What did I feel like I needed to get better at? Where was I feeling stuck? so that I could learn and develop. And I would go to my mentors and I would bring the story of the call to them and what happened and what do I think I did well? And what do I think I can do better? And I would receive their feedback and their coaching so I could continue to develop the skill set. Mastery of the skill set was far more important than making a sale. And that may be true for you now too. So if you're listening to this actionable, choose a skill set or two skill sets maybe at most that you really want to master you really want to become great at. And by spending time in preparation and developing that skill set, you can be building your business simultaneously, but develop the skill set because that will bring you passive business. That will create opportunity and people will find you if and when your skill set is strong enough. Now, you might recognize that you need to put yourself in an environment for you to master that skill set. And so maybe it is that you need to work for another coaching business like I did. You know, we've got some interns on our team, some people who are like hungry to learn and grow, and they're doing some work to learn the business, to develop the skill sets. 
and I'm really excited for them. So maybe there's an opportunity for you to partner with someone, work with someone else, intern somewhere to master the skill set that you're trying to learn. Maybe there's a book or a course or a coach or a mentor or a mastermind or a community for you to be a part of that's going to foster that ongoing pursuit of mastery in preparation around the skill set that you know that you need that's going to serve you over the coming years and decades. The other part of preparation, though, that I want to touch on that I think is incredibly important and creates the opportunity for business to flow to and through you is that you also, in preparation, develop important aspects of your character. So alongside developing your sales skill set or your skill set around relationships or communication or speaking or fitness, whatever it is the skill set is that you're going to be bringing to the marketplace, while you're developing that, it's incredibly important to develop your character. Who do you want to be in the marketplace? What reputation do you want to have? Can we prepare a reputation where people want to do business with you, where people want to refer you, where people trust you in the marketplace, where people love you in the marketplace, where people want to celebrate your wins and your successes because the way you've shown up for them? Can you have a character of great honesty? Can you develop a character of follow through? Can you develop a character of work ethic and integrity? Can you develop a character of care and love, and curiosity? And there's so many other character traits. I want to encourage you to consider what are the two or three or four character traits that you value most in other people that you want to emulate, that you want to bring to your person, to your business, to your community, and be known for that. And listen, you're not going to be perfect, and I'm not perfect. I will say this. I've worked really hard over the last 10 years on developing my character in certain ways. There are certain things that are super important to me as character traits, authenticity, honesty, follow-through, integrity, treating people the right way, leading with love. These things are super important to me. I especially want to bring my character to the game when money's involved. I've made mistakes around this in the past. But right now, like if I've got an, a situation with a prospect or a client and money's involved, I want to always do the right thing by that prospect, by that client. Make sure that I'm caring for them. Win-win or no deal. And I want to show up in a way that gets talked about. That's not my intention in showing up, but like if people are sh sharing a story of something I did and how it touched them, how it impacted them, how it was important to them, there's so much value in that. So can we just be a really good person? Can we work on that part of ourselves? Can we pray for God to heal the parts of us that need to be healed, to forge the parts of our character that need to be forged so that we can become the person we were created to become? If you're willing to do the real work in developing your character and developing your skill sets in preparation for this coaching business, <clears throat> for your entrepreneurship business, for your future relationships, for all things, this prepare, prepare, <laughs> preparation, preparative is I think what I wanted to say. How funny. 
this preparative work is absolutely worth it. And I know some of you are like, okay, I'm already in my business. What do you mean prepare? I'm not saying this has to be done first. It has to be done all the time. We have to be working on this all the time. I'm still working to develop my skill sets. I'm still working to develop my character. But if we work really hard in these things, we have a great reputation for the way we treat people and the way we show up in the world. And we have a great reputation around the skill set that we have that people need. We're going to have business finding us. We're going to get referred. We're going to have more word of mouth sales. And we're going to find more and more and more that we close deals that just felt easy. There's four more steps to passive prospecting, four more Ps. This is the first one, preparation. I hope this has been helpful and it's encouraged you. And I just pray, God, help, help everyone listening to this podcast. Help them to identify the right skill sets and develop them well. Help them identify the right aspects of their character and to develop those things well. Help them to love you more. Help them to love their neighbors more. Help them to, of course, do the work to grow their business now while also prioritizing the long game strategies like preparing our skill sets and preparing our character so that we can serve our communities, our families, our clients, our churches, and the kingdom more and more and more. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Talk to you all soon. Next week, we'll bring the second P of passive prospecting. Hey, thanks for listening today. If you enjoyed the episode, subscribe to our podcast. And if you'd like a free copy of our 10-step sales process for Christian coaches, go to www.f2itribe.com slash free.